ATMs have four-digit PIN numbers because the inventor's wife said that she wouldn't be able to remember six digits. This is Simple Joe for Thursday, January 13th, 2022. You know, when you go online and you buy something online or, or you're creating a, a password or something like that, many, many of those websites don't allow you to create anything less than like 20 characters. It has to be one, uh, one number, one letter, one capital, one other character like an asterisk or a whatever, a question mark or whatever. <laughs> and then you go to an ATM. All you need is four numbers, right? Now, in truth, you, you actually need the card. But my gosh, if websites required 20 digits and all this other level of security and, and your ATM only requires four digits and you get complete access to the money, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's a that's a really good good thought. I don't use an ATM very often. Maybe once a year. Maybe once a year, not, not very often at all. Um, so yeah, isn't it crazy that, that if you have an ATM card and you can figure out the four digits and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's four digits are their birthday or their kid's birthday or something easy to find out. Cause that's just how we are. We want, we want easy, right? We want, we don't want to really have to think about it. That's odd. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. And all because this inventor's wife, the ATM's inventor's wife, didn't want to uh, remember six digits. She wanted to remember only four. <laughs> Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. There are two days left. Two days until I reach one year of podcasting every single day. And yep, it's right there. I mean, I, I can reach out and grab it now. It's uh, It is right there today we're going to hear the weather in newton iowa thursday's random questions you know the day that i pull some random questions and try to answer them improvisationally uh, off the cuff off the top of my head do the best i can to come up with something interesting to say and much much more so for my friends in or near newton iowa hello daniel ginger uh, you're going to see a high of 39 degrees and a low of 26 with partly sunny skies but you got some Serious snow coming tomorrow, it looks like. 30 degrees for the high and 16 for the low on Friday. And Saturday, 20 degrees for the high and 1 degree for the low. So a big chill down there in uh, there in Iowa. And you got snow on Friday, tomorrow, and on Saturday. Heavier snow tomorrow, but lighter snow on Saturday. So here we go with partly sunny 39. Snow on Friday, tomorrow 30. And uh, 20 degrees with lighter snow on Saturday. Thank you so much for listening, Newton, Iowa. I appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 44 degrees and a low of 29 with overcast, cloudy skies. Same thing for tomorrow, Friday, 36 and 21 with overcast and cloudy skies. And Saturday, 30 and 19 for the high and low with overcast and cloudy skies. So dreary few days ahead of us here in Cincinnati, Ohio, but High of 44 today, tomorrow, Friday, 36, and Saturday, 30 degrees. So we'll deal with it, right? It's like I say all the time. 
It's January. It's winter. This is kind of what we expect, right? Today in 1931, Rip Taylor was born. Do you remember Rip Taylor? He was that flamboyant comedian, actor. Saw him a lot on the gong show and other talk shows and places like that. He would, he would come out with a handful of confetti and throw it all over the place, throw it over the audience. And he had a, he had a real attitude, very flamboyant. Yeah, Rip Taylor. <laughs> when I go back and watch some, some Rip, old Rip Taylor stuff, not that I do it regularly, but I think a few years back, I ran across a video, probably when he, when he died, when it was announced that he died in 2019, I probably looked at a couple of Rip Taylor videos and <laughs> he was, he was a funny cat. He certainly, he certainly was born today in 1931. We lost Rip Taylor in 2019. Richard Mole was born today in 1943. Actor Richard Mole, probably best known for his role as Bull in Night Court. 1961, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Wow. Julia Louise Dreyfus is is 60 years old today. No, 61 years old. See, Kevin Curtis Allen, I can do math. In 1962, country superstar Trace Atkins was born today. I appreciate his music, but what I appreciate more is his work with uh, the Wounded Warrior Project, and I know he's a big supporter of that, and I certainly appreciate him uh, him supporting uh, that uh, that charity. Probably my one of my top two or three favorite charities, Wounded Warrior. I think it's important that we take care of the folks in our military. Trace Atkins, born today in 1962. Patrick Dempsey uh, from Grey's Anatomy, probably best known as his role from Grey's Anatomy. What did my mother-in-law call him? Dr. Dreamy or something like that? I don't know. Born today in 1966, Patrick Dempsey. Happy birthday, Patrick Dempsey. Orlando Bloom was born today in 1977. Pirates of the Caribbean made it, played a great elf in Lord of the Rings. He was right. He was an elf right? Yeah. He would shoot the arrows. I think that was an elf, wasn't it? Yeah. 1977. Happy birthday, Orlando Bloom. William Hung was born today in 1983. Do you know who William Hung is? He is, he was an American Idol contestant, never actually made it to the show other than he made a, uh, a special appearance along with the guy that sang pants on the ground. <laughs> you remember that guy that sang pants on the ground? Well, William Hung uh, actually put out an album. He was not a very good singer, to be quite honest. And I think he will he will admit that, but he was pursuing a dream. And he pursued that dream, and he got his 15 minutes of fame, maybe more than 15 minutes, maybe 20, 25 minutes, maybe even a half an hour worth of fame. Uh, but yeah, William Hung, he will, be ever, he will forever be seared into our pop culture as that guy that tried. <laughs> Born today in 1983. And in 1990, Liam Hemsworth was born from uh, Hunger Games and other stuff. What's his brother's name? Mm, don't remember, but his brother plays Thor. A uh, Hemsworth. That's all I know. They look alike. Born today in 1990. Happy birthday, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Excuse me. And in 1989 today, British, British comedy sketch show series called A Bit of Fry and Lori. Starring Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie debuted on BBC One. That was today in 1989. And I know Hugh Laurie as Dr. House uh, on the TV series House. And I had no idea he was British. No idea whatsoever. Until years after watching him on House. 
I heard an interview with him and I'm like, man, he's got this really thick British accent and he pulls off a great American accent. So a lot of times you can tell, you know, when somebody is, isn't, isn't American or they don't have uh, the standard Midwestern American accent, uh, you can, you can, you can kind of detect it in there. You can, oh, that sounds British or that sounds Australian or that sounds, that sounds, I say, I hear a little German in there or some dialect. I'm not sure, but boy. Hugh Laurie pulled it off fa- fabulously, just fantastically. You would you would never know. He just does a great, great American accent and funny guy. I didn't really because he plays kind of a quirky, serious role in the in the TV show House. And um, yeah, yeah. In fact, I think uh, Kevin Curtis Allen, my UK correspondent, uh, pointed out to me about Hugh Laurie and this whole thing of uh, fry a bit of fry and Laurie and. Apparently, it was a popular, funny show, and Hugh Laurie's a funny guy, right? That premiered today in 1989. Today is Korean American Day. If uh, if you know a Korean American, if you are a Korean American, if you if you uh, if you're dating or married to a Korean American, make sure you celebrate Korean American Day because that is today. Today's National Sticker Day. I uh, I have a bunch of stickers on a hard hat. Stickers on a hard hat are a thing. Uh, periodically in my job, I'll have to go to a plant and walk through a plant and look at the equipment associated with my company. And I will, um, they always want, they always want a sticker from my, from my company. And you see these, these guys with hard hats with just stickers all over them. A lot of those are safety stickers. A lot of those are personal preference stickers, like a brand that they like, like Ford or Chevy or something like that. Uh, A lot of them are from equipment manufacturers. So yeah, you see these hard hats and they have stickers all over. Most of my stickers are of uh, safety training. You know, you get, you get, you go to a plant and you go through what's called site specific safety training and they give you a little sticker to put on your hat. So next time you come that they check the date on the sticker and there you're off, you're off and running, right? So today is national sticker day. If you have bumper stickers or stickers on your refrigerator or stickers on your wall or stickers on your skin or you're giving away gold star stickers. If you're a teacher, happy national sticker day. Today is Stephen Foster Memorial Day. Stephen Foster, you know, he wrote all those songs. Uh, he had a really short life. He he died at like 36 years old, but he wrote over 200 songs. Probably best known, his best known bits are Old Susanna and Camp Town Races, uh, My Old Kentucky Home, uh, Beautiful Dreamer. He died at 36 or 37 something like that and um yeah it's he he died today actually today's the that's why it's the memorial day i'm reading here in in this little bit Uh, january 13th 1864 is when he died but apparently he he wrote all these very popular songs songs that we still sing today i mean you recognize these songs oh Susanna, old folks home my old kentucky home uh, genie with the light brown hair, beautiful dreamer. Like I said, you know all these songs, right? Uh, you you probably sung them in school, probably sung them in some kind of school program when you were in elementary school. And he wrote all those songs and died penniless at the age of thirty-seven. I see here. I'm. I, I said thirty-six or thirty-seven. I see here. He died at thirty-seven, eighteen sixty-four today. So yeah, you hear a lot of those stories. You hear a lot of those stories of these guys who are a permanent part of our culture and probably deserve better than they got. 
uh looks like Stephen Foster is is one of those men. Yeah, one of those people. Too bad. So today is Stephen Foster Memorial Day. Today is also National Peach Melba Day and National Rubber Ducky Day. He's my pal, right? Rubber Ducky, he's my pal. Who sang that? Somebody from Sesame Street. One of the Bert, one, some, either Bert or Ernie sang that song. Rubber Ducky, he's my pal. Remember that? I do. Today is National Rubber Ducky Day, National Peach Melba Day, uh, Stephen Foster Memorial Day, National Sticker Day, and Korean American Day. It's also Thursday, meaning it's time for, it's the day for random questions. This is where I take a look at some random questions, questions at random, and try to answer them off the cuff, improvisationally, come up with something interesting to say. Uh, usually they are very revealing about my about me or my life and my mindset. So let's get right into this. What's the first one? What's the dumbest rule you've been forced to follow? Okay, I can think of a couple. And and this is one of the, the first one is a speed limit rule because I don't know what to do. So obviously there's a, con- okay, l- l- here's the scene. There's a construction site and and let's say you're driving down the expressway and it's 70 miles an hour normally. And you hit this construction site. It's 10 o'clock at night. All the barrels are pushed to the side. There's no work being done, but there's still this flashing light that says 35 miles an hour. So my question is, is do I have to follow that? There's no construction around, but still it's very, it's the light isn't turned off. It, it doesn't indicate certain hours. It doesn't say there's not a sign that says when workers are present or anything like that. So I, I typically slow down to maybe 45 miles an hour and, uh, and make it through that couple mile stretch. When I see these, these lights that say construction, 35 miles an hour or 45 miles an hour or whatever it says, uh, to me, that's just like, that's a stupid, dumb rule. If there's no, if it's, if it's clear that there's no construction going on, turn that thing off. Now that's the thing. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm sure there are other, other dumb rules that I've been forced to follow. Um, I never understood wearing a tie to the office, uh, back in the day, the, most offices are business casual or m- even more casual than business casual, but I never understood wearing a tie to the office when you're not customer facing. When and you're just there doing your work, what what was the point to wearing a tie to the office? I never liked wearing a tie, and I wore a tie for years. Now, most of my work was customer facing, uh, but even when when I was customer facing, the people that I were that I worked with, uh, my clients or my customers or the people I was selling to, uh, they sure they sure weren't dressed like me. Uh, now I I do believe that you know you want to dress maybe one step up than the person you're meeting with. Uh, I do believe that as a, as a general rule, uh, you want to dress like the position you want. If you're, if you work in a corporate environment, you want to dress like the position you want, not the position you have. If you're looking to advance in the company, I think that's a good rule to follow, but wearing a tie when you're not customer facing, uh, just never made sense to me whatsoever. So what's the dumbest rule you've been forced to follow? I, I brought up to wearing a tie when you're not customer facing in, in, in work or, or driving, lowering your speed limit when there's no construction workers around because either somebody forgot to turn off the sign or that's just what they want, right? I don't know. So there's my, there's my answer to that one. What's the next question? 
if you had a disease named after you, what would be the symptoms? What would be the symptoms? Okay, so it's not asking for the disease name, simple joitis or something like that, uh, simple joism. <laughs> what would be the symptoms? So let's let's assume this: diseases have a negative connotation. So I, these are all going to be negative symptoms. So let's let's think about this. Uh, it, one one symptom would be thirty pound weight swings, either up or down, consistent 30 pound weight swings. Um, what would be another symptom? Lack of focus, weight swings, 30 pound weight swings and lack of focus. And let's think of one more symptom, 30 pound weight swings, lack of focus and a touch of insomnia. That's a good one. Yeah, I have that. I have that. There's, there's, it, it takes me a, a bit to go to sleep at night. Um, I do a lot of tossing and turning and thinking and things like that. Uh, my mind will race. So yeah, 30 pound weight swings, lack of focus and a bit of insomnia. So that might be something already, right? Well, if you're a doctor out there, let me know. Is that are those symptoms of something <laughs> of something uh, that's already exists. So that would be, that would be simple joitis, right? Simple joitis. Those are the symptoms. So there we go. What's the next one? What rules do you make for yourself? Okay. If I make these rules, does it mean I have to follow them? Because I don't follow them all the time. I don't, I, I wish I could even say I followed them most of the time. Um, what rules do I make for myself? Always wear my seatbelt. I break that a lot. You heard that the other day, but I, I do always want to make sure I wear my seatbelt. I think somebody else has made that rule for me. So that's a law here in Ohio. So I didn't make that rule for myself. So that doesn't count. Hmm. What rules do I make for myself? I, I, this is okay. I, I'm going to say family over work. Uh, you know, given the if I have, if, if I, if I have to choose my family over work, I've always, I've always chosen my family. I, I commonly take calls from my kids when I'm in the middle of a meeting and I ask to step out of the meeting. Um, that's just kind of my thing. That just kind of my, cause you never know, right? You never know. That's a rule I make for myself. Uh, I commonly do that. Not every time, but I commonly do that. I would say 90% of the time, if my kids or my wife is calling, I will, uh, I will step out of the meeting and take the call. Uh, I might say, Hey, I'm in a meeting right now. Is this important? Uh, and sometimes it is. Sometimes I, I go back into the meeting and say, Hey guys, I'm not going to make the rest of the meeting. Cause I have to talk to my daughter and I make that very clear <laughs> some people's, it, it used to be that people's eyebrows are raised when I do that. Uh, not so much anymore. Cause most of the people that I work with know me and know that I'm like that. Uh, so that's a rule that I make for myself. Uh, what are some other rules I make? Here are the rules that I, I have made for myself, but I don't always follow. And let, let's talk about kind of general lifestyle rules. Um, I get up every morning at 4.30 and I go through a morning routine that includes some mindfulness meditation, includes some reading, includes some exercise, uh, includes some just kind of mindset stuff. Uh, I'm in bed by 9.30 every night. Uh, and yeah, that's, I'm going to just, I'm going to leave it at that. 
what rules do I, I may, I might circle back to this. And I always, you know, I always say, I want to, I'm going to circle back to this and I never do. I never, never circle back to it. So let's just move on. Next one. What book do you wish would be turned into a movie? Okay. So I know that there are several books written about this and I've, I've read a couple of the books and I know the story, but there's a, there's something, uh, an American history event, historic event that I'm surprised hasn't made, been made into a really good action adventure, uh, discovery frontier story. And that's Lewis and Clark. I don't know what's, what's going on with that story or why somebody hasn't latched onto that to make it a big blockbuster historical period piece. But that would be fantastic. I mean, everything that those that those guys went to went through, uh, making it there and making it back, and the the stories of of Lewis and Clark after uh, after they returned, and all the things that they discovered, and the path they took, and the the help that they got from from Indians, and and the battles that they had uh, against themselves, against against the elements, against nature, against uh, yeah, like each other personal stuff there's there because there are journals and there are you know all of this stuff was documented and why lewis and clark has not been made into a really good movie i'm sure somebody if somebody has tried i'm not aware of it but why hasn't it been made into a movie or at least a like a limited miniseries or something like that that would just be fantastic I, i i'm 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 blown away that it's not been made into something like that, either mini series into a movie, the story of Lewis and Clark. So what book do you wish would be turned into a movie? I know there's books out there, so maybe cheating a little bit. I'm not going to uh, call out a book specifically, uh, but the story of Lewis and Clark, that's what comes to my mind right away. In the next 10 seconds, I'm going to see if I can think of an actual book that I think should be made into a movie, a book that I've read that's not already been made into a movie. Hmm. Let's see if I can think of one here. No, that's been made into a movie. I was thinking about the case for Christ, but that's been made into a movie. Um, Oh, there's a Christian author. I can't remember his name, but he did a lot of movies about, about the supernatural and unseen, unseen realm, not, and stuff like that about angels and demons and but i can't remember his name i think his stuff would be would be made into a movie let's no i'm not going to even go i can't i just can't remember his name so anyway there's my answer lewis and clark that's the book i'm sure there's books out there that i wish would be turned into a movie a really good high budget blockbuster get some good actors in there uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and those guys, you know, that, that, that crew, um, Daniel day Lewis would be fantastic in, in one of those roles. So yeah, there's my answer to that one. Next question. You know what? I'm going to make this the, I'm going to make this the last question. What do your clothes say about you? Oh, okay. That I have no care for fa- fashion. I have care for function, not fashion. Uh, I pretty much wear, I have a couple shirts, a few shirts that I wear, and I pretty much wear the same thing every day, day in and day out. I have my winter clothes, winter, fall clothes, 
my like late fall, winter, early spring clothes. Those are all one set. And my late spring, summer, early fall set of clothes. And one set goes in and another set comes out. I think all of my clothes in total would prob- probably fit into a closet, every single bit into two drawers and a closet space that's about 36 inches wide. That's everything, all the clothes that I own. Uh, that doesn't count shoes, by the way. Uh, two, two, dress, two drawers in a, in a dresser drawers and closet space about 36 inches. So that's all the clothes I wear. And so what would my clothes say about me that I'm predictable, <laughs> that I have no care for fashion? I mean, I, I want to look presentable, right? I mean, I, I don't, I, all my clothes are clean and they're not wrinkled and all that other stuff. But if that's your thing and that's your thing, but my clothes probably say that I don't care about fashion and that I'm predictable and that uh, clothes are just a function to me. All right. Let's wrap it up right there. You know, the reason I do the show every single day, you know why, you know that I love coming here every day and talking to you. It's, it's, it's the highlight of my day. As long as I'm not hanging out with my grandkids, my kids, my wife, or other family members, right? Um, mainly those guys, but man, I love coming here every day to talk to you. I do. It means so much to me that you and I have this conversation every day and you show up, you show up every day, uh, to hear me out. And that, that means so much to me. That's the reason I do the show every single day. Uh, I started the show almost a year ago just to become a better podcaster. And I think I've improved that's because of you, because of your input, because of your help, because of your ideas, your thoughts, your kind critiques. And, uh, if you want to send me a, a, a kind critique, I would really appreciate that. If you just want to reach out to me for any reason, just to say, hi, Joe, that'd be great. 513-399-6468 is my phone number. You can text me 513-399-6468. That's a text only number, by the way, 513-399-6468 or Joe at the simple Joe.com Joe at the simple Joe.com by far people use text more than anything else to reach out to me. And, and I know you do that as well. Uh, if you just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you that, uh, that puts gas in my tank. It really, really does. It keeps me, keeps me doing the show every single day. That's what's kept me doing the show every single day for the almost a year now. So I would love to hear from you. I, I mean that remember memories are better than stuff. I hope you're going to make great memories today. I hope you are spending time with the people who love you and the people who you love. And I hope you're planning on great stories to be told about you. I hope you're setting up your life. So, so people say great things about you decades from now or funny things about you decorate decades from now, give them great memories, give them something to talk about for years and years. That stuff is going to fade away. You know it. And I know it, it may serve some emotional need or, or you think you're, it's filling some emotional need for you right now, buying all that stuff and having all that stuff in your house. Uh, whatever it is, whatever you do, but make, make sure you make good memories. Make sure you make good memories with the people who love you and the people who you love because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.